warning. The Catholic Man Show contains high levels of manliness. If you think you may be too weak to withstand the manliness represented in the following program, please do yourself a favor and stop listening now. If you choose to continue in spite of this warning, if at any time you feel yourself overcome by the manliness, stop immediately and consult your closest medical professional. And now, for the not-so-fair, faint, or frilly, we present The Catholic Man Show. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Adam Minahan here, sitting with David Niles. Juan Posada on the buttons. Dave, Luke stumped me this week. You know... It the- happened sooner than I thought, but I saw this coming. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, t- there comes a point where, where your kids start asking questions, you're like... So let me let me ask you. Okay. He, we were driving on the highway, driving back home from from Mass, uh, and as we were exiting off the highway, Luke goes, "Dad, we're we're getting off the highway, so that means we're getting on the low way, correct?" Correct. And I was like, "I I I guess." Yeah. I I just turned the music up, is what I did. Yeah. <laughs> You've never called it the low way? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even in... Uh, there's an old Scottish tune. An old Scottish tune? Yeah. Uh, the Fields of Loch Lomond. Okay. You'll take the high road and I'll take the low. Okay, like low road. Yeah, but I just didn't... Like low way was just not the... I don't know. I've heard of low road, but... Yeah, so, you know, the highways, they would be on top of the hills because, you know, you'd get up and you mm-hmm. could just... They weren't less treacherous. So low roads are just back roads. No trees. You know, it's like less here roads. Because the low road might have to wind around mountains and stuff. But, Mm. you know, if you get up on the hills, you just kind of go up and down. But it's straight. Okay. Anyway, I just was like, I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't thinking about it. And so I just turned the music up. Good idea. (laughs) Yeah, normally I would fake a seizure in in a situation like that. But when you're driving, it's problematic. Problematic. Yeah. Yeah. So today at dinner, so my oldest daughter, Elizabeth, she has really tan skin. Yeah, she does. She's four and just has this, we call it exotic skin. It's weird. I mean, I'm not like a ghost. Pamela and I both are, you know, like pretty average. Right. But she's way darker than us. She's like very olive colored skin. Right. And so today at dinner, we were talking and I just said, yeah, you have real, real dark skin. And I don't know where it came from. And she looked at me. With these eyes, and just said, "God made it, Dad." <laughs> I'm like, don't you know? And I said, like, just laughed and said, "You're right. He yeah, did. You're right. Yes, he did. He made it." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Glad we figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so this whiskey that we're gonna try this evening, I, I'm curious on how you'd pronounce that. Apidon. Say it again. Apidon. 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 Okay. I mean, if you're just a pindon, it's a Scotch. No, it's, not it's, a, a, it's a bourbon. Oh, it's a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'm tr- I was trying to be a little Gaelic. Okay, well, it's, it's, an, it's a, an American it's, bourbon. It's American. Yeah. 
Well, let me change it. Dan. <laughs> Dan. I I looked it up. I couldn't find how Smoking to actually Apidan. Apidan. H- how to how uh, to pronounce it? Apidan. Okay. Apidan. O p p i d a n. Apidan. Okay. Apidan. Not Apidan. 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 So it's uh, Apidan Smoke and Sea. I like it. It's a straight... so this is this is the Isla of Bourbon. Is that well? Is... It's so it's a straight bourbon whiskey finished in French oak and then. Uh, Isla Scotch barrels. No kidding. Yes. So this is batch number two. Don't you, don't uh, you know? Unfortunately, it doesn't give you the barrel number on here, but yeah. there are two different types of barrels that were used. Um, Lafroig and Ardbeg for batch number two. So either it's you been aged... You can't miss. So, you can't miss. So either it's been aged in Lafroig or it's been aged in uh, Ardbeg. And it's it, it was only bottled less than a year ago. Hmm. So it's a newer. It's out of Illinois. I've never tried it. It's, it's Illinois. Illinois. Sorry. Illinois. I've never tried it before. Um, Let's try it. Right, should we try it right now? There's very, there's very little about it. I uh, think because it's on it's the, new on the internets. But it was very well worth it. A how much you said try. it? You said how much? It was, it was like 40, is 40 bucks. 40 bucks? Yeah. I can get down with 40 bucks. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it was actually 39, 39, 38, 39. So $40. Okay. Which, yeah. So it was worth, it was worth a shot. It has the smell of a bourbon with a little bit of sea. Okay. A little well, bit of sea salt. Let's, uh, cheers. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. Cheers. You think it's, it smells like a bourbon. Yeah, it's uh, you. You get the you get caramel. Yeah, toffee. The sweet the sweet notes of bourbon, the sweet do, notes of I America. Little, I do get a little bit of I, sea yeah. salt. Hints of America and freedom. Mm. If you put it to your ear, you actually hear a bald eagle scream. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Is that Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> so did you try it? No, <laughs> not yet. No, it. <laughs> I was ear. I was earing, earing. I was earing the whiskey. I'm the only guy who can do that. Mm. It's a skill. Hmm. Hmm. Not quite what I expected. No, because the the sweetness instantly drops off for me. Uh, you know, it smells sweet, but it instantly drops off. I get a, a lot more char. Uh, Not sm- a little smoke. I don't get much peat. No, I get smoke though. I do get smoke, but I was, was expecting, expecting a lot more peat. Yeah, no, it, I get more char and 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 the smoke. Yeah, there's some smoke, not it, not a, it, like a, a nice, whole lot of, of smoke, but it's a nice lingering finish. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it is. It stick. It sticks with you. Yeah, I like it. It's good for forty dollars for sure. Yeah, I I I pulled the I pulled the trigger on it, thinking I might I might I might get a bottle of this. Where'd you get it? Park Hill South. Yeah. I'm going there tomorrow. Are you? Yes. Nice. Let's see. It's a uh, 46% ABV. So, so it's a combination of their four grain bourbon and a Solera aged bourbon that they have. And then what's Solera aged bourbon? Man, I read it and I thought, okay, that makes sense. What's Solera mean? Except for beer. No, right. uh, no. I read Amer- it, American Solera here in town. Yeah, I'm not. You don't remember? I don't remember. Juan says it's a type of beer. 
Uh, it's finished in French oak and peated Isla Scotch barrels. The French oak adds a structure. Wait, wait. In finished in French oak and peated out of Scotch barrels. Peated Isla Scotch. Oh, peated Isla Scotch barrels. Okay, gotcha. The French oak adds structure and dark fruit notes, while the Isla casks add a layer of smoke, earth, and sea to an already malty and chocolatey bourbon. Chocolatey. Hang on. I didn't get the chocolate. Let me, I got more, let me revisit this. I got this. more of, the, of, of toffee and mm-hmm. and like like burnt caramel almost. I don't know. I think chocolate is a stretch. It's got sweet. There's a sweetness, but I'm not sure it's a chocolate sweetness. Hmm. You know what I mean? I think I agree. Dave, I, we're, we've gotten a few emails recently asking why we drink on air. I feel like that we exhaust... Like we go through painstaking, exhaustive efforts to talk about why we drink on air, but um, I guess we have not done so recently. Okay. So why don't we why don't we discuss that really fast? Okay. We do that to highlight ultimately the virtue of moderation mm-hmm. and temperance. These are important important virtues for today's age, because it is a day of instant self-gratification. In days past, there were natural barriers between you and your appetites. Things were not readily available anytime. You could not get same-day delivery from Amazon. What? Yes. It is a thing in, in certain parts of the country. Country even? In America? America. Wow. Um, you did not have central heating and air. Mm -hmm. Things were not always there when you wanted them. Mm -hmm. There was uncomfortable, uncomfortable discomfort. That's the word I'm looking for. There was discomfort. Today, we have all of these things all the time, whenever we want them. And as such, our self-regulating capacity has been diminished. We must learn to regulate. We must learn to moderate ourselves. Curb our appetites. Strengthen the moderation muscle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why temperance is important. Okay. That's why learning to drink moderately is important. With the right company, at the right time, in the right way, with the right beverage. Okay. I like that. And if you can do those things, it will augment your experience. With the people you're with, with the drink that you're enjoying, with the time that you're spending. And that's why we do it. Because we want to promote authentic leisure. We want to promote the good life, the virtuous life. Um, And virtue isn't just a shutting off of everything. Mm. It's not just clamping down. It's not, yeah, it's not, we're not teetotalers as Catholics. Mm -hmm. If, If we were then we have a big problem with Jesus and his first miracle. You know which, what I mean? Which I do I do not. I don't either. I personally do not. I don't either. So I just wish I was there. Because yeah, it would have been epic. As with all of his so mir- miracles, yeah. you could say that with all of his miracles. Absolutely. So when we get back, we'll jump into the man gear. We'll also talk about some of the uh, conference that we're, we're going to. We're also going to Stillwater soon. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. All right. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. We're drinking some whiskey. What are, I can't remember what it is. Oppidan. Oppidan. I wonder what o- that means. Oppidan. That's a word that means something. I think it means. I think I remember reading something. I tried to like do the etymology of this word, which is very difficult. Is it a word? It is like it's not just like a name. A, I think it's another. You know what I mean? I think it's another word for like uh, trenchman or like work worker. Interesting. Um, not positive, but anyway, we're hmm. we're drinking this Oppidan Smoke and Sea. It's out of uh, Illinois. Let's see. Uh, Illinois. Wheeling. Adam. Wheeling, Illinois. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so, Dave, recently we, we've had, um, we just had Temp Staples on not too long ago. Yeah. We have Carlo Broussard that, that we have on the show coming up. Um, we've had Dr. Ray, uh, Patrick Coffin, Trent Horn. If you guys have enjoyed some of the, uh, Sam Guzman, the Catholic Gentleman. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have enjoyed some of these in-studio interviews, we really could use your support to keep these going, mm-hmm. and you can do that by joining our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the Catholic Man Show. We're doing a lot of things this year that are, are changing. We're, we're doing a whole website revamp right now that's going to be easier on the mobile app, or, or I'm sorry, not an app, but on the mobile on your mobile devices, um, access things a lot easier, quicker. It, it, that takes a lot of time and money and effort. Um, doing gra- new graphics, our campout that's coming up. Mm, the campout. It's going to be uh, big this year. Yeah, and camp The out, last weekend of October. The last weekend of October at Clear Creek Abbey. And that's that's one of our biggest expenses. Yeah. Um, by supporting us on Patreon, none of that goes to you or I, our, our pockets. Correct. It only goes back into the show. Because we're already so rich. That's not inaccurate. In grace and blessings. Uh, okay. It would be unfair for us to be take the money yeah. that we've worked so hard for. Okay. Well, you can... Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, uh, you can do what Scott Sakamoto d- did and join the uh, Frontier, $25 a month. He and his son, Christian, come to the camp out every yeah, year. Yeah, I was just about to say, hopefully they'll be at the camp out again. Well, they said that they were going to oh, be. Oh, good, good, good. So, uh, they're, they're out of Washington. Yeah. So, And if you are a... Patreon supporter, and you come to the camp out from out of town, from out of state, mm-hmm. like they do. We try to accommodate you, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't have to pack a tent. You know, we'll try to provide a tent for you, and we have friends with extra tents. Right. And it's free for all council members. Scott, Scott, and Christian, this year, I'm going to try to give you a better tent, okay? <laughs> the last two years, you got you gave them tents that uh, like there was were good. Leaked. They were good tents, but not... Not... The t- not not in water. The problem with these tents is that they're very old. Right. And still in good condition. However, old tents are not the same as new tents when it when it starts raining. Right. So anyway, patreon.com slash the Catholic Man Show. Any support that you guys could give would be very beneficial to, to the show for us to continue bringing on uh, stellar guests um, and, and for us to continue doing new things for the show. Good word, bro. Stellar? Stellar. Thank you. That word was stellar. But more important, more importantly, more importantly than stellar. As we all know, the grill gun is going to happen. Yes. Okay, guys? Yes. I ordered mine the day it came out. Yes. I know a lot of people did, and we've. I've been sitting for the last, for days, 
with just the Kickstarter page up, mm-hmm. one of my browser tabs, and every five minutes I would refresh it and and I would say, oh look, another he, he you know another two were sold, you know, watching it slowly climb, and then Monday a miracle happened, sent from God to all men below, mm-hmm. and he got. A ton of support all within a few hours. Some YouTuber posted. You're right, bro. <laughs> I put my foot down and it caught the, okay. the headphone cord. <laughs> it fell off. Yeah. So some YouTuber posted a video in support of the, a big YouTuber right. of the grill gun. And so uh, Mr. Bob Healy has reached his goal for the Kickstarter campaign. The grill gun is going to happen. You yes. can still get one through the end of July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, twelve hundred backers. He's he's he sold thirteen hundred grill guns. That's awesome, amazing. So uh, we better get into the the gear. I got two of them. I, I did. I did, I did well. the double. I did because well. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted both dueling dueling flamethrowers. Flame I was sitting on getting only one. Yeah, one gets one. How silly of you, one. You of all people, one. You of all people. You need to check with me first. Yes, check with me. Okay. All right. So Let's the man the man, man gear, gear today. Uh, man gear today is one of those that I can't believe we haven't done yet. We say that almost all the time, time. We say this yeah. all the time, but this is one of those. Yes, cufflinks. Cufflinks. Women don't wear cufflinks. No. Cl- standard man gear, right here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a couple pairs of cufflinks. Okay. My wife got me one What's pair. What's your manliest pair of cufflinks? Tough to say. I would have to say it's the pair that my wife got me because it's a gift from my wife. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And even though they're not the Catholic man show cufflinks that I also have, wife trumps radio show in, as far as manliness goes. Okay. Those, that's the order I, th- I think that is appropriate. Not that your wife is manly. No, no, no. But the, the act. Yeah, but, you know, by order of a, by like, by, the, it's the order. It's not yeah. by authority, but of importance. It's a, pr- it's a principle. By priority. There you go. Uh, wife prioritized over show. show so anyway, she got me some nicer silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got my initials on them. Mm-hmm. They are they're very nice cufflinks. I really like them. What do you know? Why we like how cufflinks came into existence? Like why they needed cufflinks? Because that was something mm. that I always thought about. Like why 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 are they? Why do we need cufflinks? Uh, because buttons were hard to come by. Nope. Uh, I'm ge- start- that's a guess. I don't know that buttons were hard to come by. <laughs> it started whenever, you know, uh, clothes just, were more u- uh, utilitarian. I'm trying to think back that in it's the day. a French thing because you only do it with a French cuff. Right. But it used to be more utilitarian in cloth- clothing wise. And then once clothing started to become fitted, you know, for people, okay. especially in France, uh, they started using. Ribbons and stuff. Whenever you remember, like the Renaissance era, where they all were wearing ruffles and yeah, puffy shirts, puffy shirts, yeah, very and, like and ribbons, and like a sophisticated pirate. Can you imagine going to a dinner party and like wearing all these ruffles down the front? Of yeah, you ruffly and, shirts and uh, tights and like wigs. Men, men used to wear like yoga pants. Yeah. Like that was under their tunics, of right. course, of N- course, naturally under, under the tunic. Yes, Can, uh, but yeah. so anyway, so they would starch they just would, like in a knight's tale. When he's like, uh, "What?" and my lady wishes to match you, what will you be wearing? I'll be wearing a tunic with a green lace. What? Right. 
Who puts lace on their shirts? So they used to uh, starch it, starch the clothes so much that it was uh, almost impossible to get a button through it. And nice. so they, they nice. started doing cufflinks. I like that. Uh, and cufflinks helped keep the, the shirt fitted well, you know, around the, the wrist. Um, and it was a sign of uh, well-to-do. You know, you were upper class at, at the start because they would, they would use diamonds, jewels. Yeah. It was very hard, precious metals. Sure. Um, and then in the 1800s, mid-1800s, they started becoming more well for the middle class and things like that. They started being able to produce mass produce them. And so the middle class was able to enjoy cufflinks and, and, and such. I like it. High five. So I wear cufflinks about half the time. Yeah, you wear, you wear cufflinks way more than I do. I really like the cufflink. Um, I will say that there are some downsides to doing the cufflink. Okay, for one, uh, going to mass, if you're putting your hands in your lap, the way the... French cuff, it comes together, you know, wraps right. around and ki- sits right here awkward. on your, what do you call this, wrist bone right here? Sure. Your outer wrist bone. Yeah. It's sort of like the ankle of your wrist bone. An outer wrist bone, I felt, did just fine. The outer wrist bone. Yeah. Okay, and so that's where it comes together. If you put your hands down, that means like the shirt is like poking into your lap, kind right. of. So you have to s- slide that fold to one side or the other mm-hmm. and it's just kind of a little bit awkward if you're trying to pray with your hands in your lap so you have to lift your hands a little bit so sometimes to mass i still do it because i have a rotation system when it comes to what shirts i wear and what pants i wear careful bro i know uh really the rotation is with the pants but then i also it's a sub rotation system is, I have with the ridiculous. shirts. Okay, this is ridiculous. That's why I wear them all evenly. Okay, <laughs> you don't want just to wear your favorite one all the time, which is what I might do otherwise. And I would wear it out, and it my, the one I like the least would still be looking super nice and new, but I would not like it because it's mm. I, it's my least favorite. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. in order to discipline myself, I have a rotation. So. Half the time. Now that you guys know how Dave wears his clothes, we're gonna we're gonna continuff talking about, about ha- cuff half my shirts are French cuffs. Okay. So I wear wear them half about half the time, but there is some decision making involved in what I'm doing that day. Okay. So if I'm gonna be working hard doing a lot of writing, I don't wear the French cuff. Uh, because a standard cuff with buttons is is more comfortable to use if you're gonna have your hands resting on things throughout the day. But if you're in meetings, shaking hands. The cufflink is a nice, especially if I'm meeting with a client, mm-hmm. um, in order to show respect, you know, to like, hey, I want to be Dress a little up. bit more formal. Yeah, I'll wear the I'll wear the cufflinks. So go check out Nicholas at olarmory.com, Our Lady Armory. Uh, he does custom cufflinks. You can get St. Thomas Aquinas cufflinks, maybe even the Catholic Mancho cufflinks. Check it out on our YouTube video right now. We have it on the Bev Cam. When we get back, we're going to talk about the most manly prayer that we know of currently we're on the lord's team the winning side so raise your glass (laughs) welcome back to the catholic man show 
at the end of the last break, I said... I'd like to declare you anathema. <laughs> at the end of the last anathema. break, I said the most manly prayer that I could think of currently. And as I was saying currently, I thought, that's not correct. The Lord's Prayer would be uh, above this. So I just wanted to correct myself before we move on. Maybe even the Hail Mary. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. But so, but let's talk about this. Let's talk about uh, okay th- this prayer because we're we're dedicating a whole topic a whole topic to this these which is prayers. very interesting. So I've been saying these prayers what, for what, what are the prayer what's it called eight years and they are called these prayers are the auxilium Christianorum. Okay, mm-hmm. they are the manliest prayers aside from the Our Father and possibly the Hail Mary that I have come across. Um, and when I say they're the manliest, I mean that they're the, it's like the man is the, they're a set of prayers that you can say every day. So it's a, this is, if you're looking for what can I do with my prayer life, you've heard us say many times it should be regular. It should be scheduled. It should be consistent. Regimented. Oh, regimented. Right. So if you're looking for, okay, well, how can I do that? What should I say at what times? Booyah. Here you go. Sit down. Stay a while. Yeah, Auxilium Christianorum, A-U-X-I-L-I-U-M-C-H-R-I-S-T, I-A-N-O-R-U-M. Yes. Did I do it? Did I get it right? Okay. That's correct. I had to pause, but... um, So, the Auxilium Christianorum, I don't know when it was started. Do you know when it was founded? Because it's it's not super old. No, I'm not sure the date. So, it's Latin for... Help of Christians. Help of Christians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Father Ripperger, if you're a, uh, a follower of Father Ripperger, he recommends this all the time. He's one of the the ones who helped put this together. He's a founding, a founder. Uh, many exorcists from Mundelein, actually, and Father Ripperger put these, these prayers together for the laity and for priests as well. Each one has separate prayers. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So the original intent, I believe, behind the Auxilium Christianorum was to have a group of people praying for exorcists in order to make their work more efficacious. That people, that they would be more effective in their job. Um, But the, the benefits of the Auxilium Christianorum expand beyond just exorcists themselves. Um, the person who who prays these prayers also receives specific graces by virtue of the prayers and what is said themselves, mm-hmm. uh, by virtue of the work being done, by what you're what you're saying and what you're praying for. Um, it is approved by the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it, do, it, it, it does have an imprimatur, so it's mm-hmm. not just um, some prayers that some priests came up with. Mm-hmm. So it is it is an official prayer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the prayers are really for you know the church militant. So there's in the church triumphant, the church suffering, and the church militant. We're the church militant here on earth, and so we engage in spiritual warfare all the time. I think it's interesting though, Dave. Isn't it cool that there's three sets of the we're all one body, but there's the church triumphant, suffering, and militant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all one body, just like yeah. you know there's the God, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yet there's one God. Perfect distinction, perfect unity. Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's a mystery. Something I don't I don't really understand, but it, it's beautiful to, to ponder. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
there are here. Let me just read what the official aims of the Auxilium Christianorum are. Okay. Number one, to provide prayer for priests associated with the Auxilium Christianorum so that their apostolate in driving out demons is efficacious. Number two, to provide prayers for the members, priests, laity, family, and friends. So this also provides protection for you, your family, and your friends mm-hmm. who may be associated with you so that they are not adversely affected by the demonic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is specifically, you specifically say that every day in your prayers. Right, and I think that's, you know, that's part of why we're talking about it. it's such a manly prayer, because as as a man, you're, um, you know, you're, you're the protector, the provider, the establisher, right. you're a priest, yeah. prophet, and king, you know, by your baptism. And so that because we're part of the church militant and we are engaging in spiritual warfare all the time, God has ordained us to fight this these battles here on earth uh, to join the church triumphant one day. And in order to do that, he, the church in in her mercy and and God through His grace has given us weapons to be able to fight these battles. Right. Um, and and this is this, this is one of the the weapons that we can use. And so um, I'll just tell you why this prayer originally resonated with me. Um, and especially why it resonates with me now, okay? Um, in the beginning, I was, this is because I, I wasn't even married when I started. I've been doing it for about eight years. Only I haven't, my fifth anniversary is coming up in July. Um, so in the beginning, it was more about growing in holiness, developing my prayer life. Um, really, se- it, was, seeking, it was about just regiment, seeking right? To, and seeking to shroud myself in all the grace that I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I got married, and especially now as a father, it has even a deeper resonance with me because I understand, as the father, I, by order of authority, stand above and over my wife and children. Mm-hmm. In order for Satan to move to and affect my children, he must pass through the authority God has given me over them. And your wife. And my wife. If you're talking about your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, just right. using my children as an example. But right. yeah, the same would be true of my wife. Um, but especially as my children, mm-hmm. for my children, because they, uh, you know, sp- since still in a state of innocence, don't have free, don't have the free will that my wife does, mm-hmm. for instance. Right. Um, so if I ab- abrogate that authority by failing to pray, failing to cover them in graces... Mm-hmm. Um, and and ask for their protection, which is my job to do as their protector, right? Because I'm a protector of them. Um, then that allows them to suffer temptation, or, or be exposed. temptation, whatever. Maybe maybe nothing. I mean, I mean, yeah. Because God, God this is ultimately shield. only God who does this work. Mm-hmm. I don't actually protect them, but it's just me exercising the authority God gave me and and beseeching Him on their behalf. Mm-hmm. as an intercessor for them, mm-hmm. um, that he sees fit to, to grant them extra graces. Well, and what, what I like about this... So per- anyway, oh, sorry, hang on. on. I know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going long, but now as a dad, this prayer is specifically oriented towards shielding me, myself, and all of my possessions with thy love, speaking to God, and thy most precious blood surrounding us, with thy heavenly angels, saints, and the mantle of thy blessed Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. That's one, that is one of the prayers that I say every single day in order to provide protection for myself and my family. 
Right. And I and that's something that strikes home with me as a dad. Right. And I think that a lot of men, there, there's requirements to, to be able to, to be a member. And all the member really means is that you've decided that you're going to start taking this up as a devotion. Yeah. Uh, there's not an official sign up or anything. Right. Um, but a lot of men are currently already basically doing the requirements outside of these prayers. Yeah. You know, if you're living in a state, you're, 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 you're striving, striving to, live. to live in a state of grace, you're praying a daily rosary, uh, you're doing things that are, you're frequent, frequenting the sacraments, uh, it would be an easy transition for you to, to adopt this devotion if you're looking for a devotion to, to, to go through. So you, you want to read some of these the requirements? Let's, of the just go th- let's just go through the requirements. Yeah. And then once we do that, we'll come back and let's talk about some of the prayers themselves, maybe okay. on the other side of the break. Sure. Um, so uh, prior to becoming a member, the, you are strongly, as a layman, you're strongly exhorted, strongly suggested you consult your spiritual director or a confessor, if you have one. Um, because as good Catholics, as a good Catholic thing, you sh- if you have a spiritual director, you should consult him in all things before doing something that could affect your spiritual life. Right. Okay? Um, for instance, if you're in a state of uh, desolation right now, it's not the time to make any changes. Possibly. Okay. Depending I mean, unless... What... I mean, that's that's a, a rule of St. Ignatius. Don't right. make... In, don't change a thing in desolation. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, number two is like, if, you, if you're seeking to lead a habitual life of sanctifying grace, always desiring never to fall into the state of mortal sin and to avoid all intentional venial sins. That's one of the requirements that you're to seek to lead the habitual life. Right. Avoid mortal sin. Avoid intentional venial sin. And it's not necessarily, you know, I, I like how it says, always desiring never to fall in the state of mortal sin and to avoid all intentional venial sin. Right. It's not that, it's, it's oh, not, I'm auxilium Christianorum, I can't fall into otherwise i'm not in the thing it's like well right because it's not like that would be superstitious you know it's like you're not part of you know you're not doing this thing and now nothing can like you're giving up your free will right yeah um you're to continually this is one of the requirements you are to continually seek to increase and perfect your prayer life which includes not only vocal prayer which are you know the vocal prayers that are given here, but also to be consistent, have a consistent life of meditation. That's I think that part's important. Have a life of meditation, which is very effective in driving out demonic and the demonic and avoiding demonic oppression. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we often underestimate the demonic influence in our life. Sure, you know, but, but we're at war. We're under constant siege. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and if we realize that, then we need to be living a life that is in accord with that reality. Right. If if a war is being waged on us, we need to wage a war back because it's a holy war mm-hmm. for the sake of your soul and those those that you're responsible for. They actually really promote uh, Ways of Mental Prayer, which is a book that I try to read every year. I yeah. love it. Put out by Tan. You can check it out, Ways of Mental Prayer. Because it's talking about advancing in your prayer life and your your desire of wanting to continue uh, reaching meditation and contemplation. So when we get back, we'll hit the other requirements and touch touch on the prayers. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. We're drinking some Oppidan Smoking Sea Whiskey. Kind of like a sip and see, you know, like when little when when our wives go <clears throat> to it's like a baby shower, except after the baby's born, they call it a sip and see. Because hmm. <laughs> you drink, they like drink tea and look at the baby. Nice. So they call it a sip and see. Okay. This is a smoke and see. Yes, it is. It's, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> it's just like what they do. Okay. So we're talking about the except. Whiskey. We're talking about the auxiliary Christian norm. Okay, so let's keep going because I want to make sure that we get through all of these um, requirements. Things so that we can actually get to some of the prayers because right. some of the prayers are shockingly beautiful. Okay, so... Um, Is it really shocking? I was shocked when I first read it. Okay. I mean, when I first encountered these prayers, I was really taken aback okay. at how beautiful they were. So one of the requirements is to pray the daily rosary. Mm-hmm. You can pray the rosary for anything you want. If you're already praying, if you're already required to pray a rosary for something else... That rosary counts for what you're doing here, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't have to pray another one. Right. Just that you are praying a daily rosary. Um, devotion to Our Lady is a is at the core of what it means to, to be a member of the Auxilium Christianorum, especially under the title Virgin Most Powerful, po- mm-hmm. Virgin Potens, Potens Virgin. Well, and, you know, the, the requirement right before was talking about wanting to make sure you increase your prayer life, the desire of increasing your prayer life. And the rosary does such a great job of increasing your totally, prayer life because totally. you're talking about you hit the vocal prayer, you hit meditative prayer, and you can even hit con- a, con- a contemplative prayer within the rosary. Um, some people can. I, I have not. But anyway, so daily rosary is, is part of it. The members are to fulfill the daily vocal prayer requirements, which are listed. There's a, a short, there's a prayer there's prayers you say every day, and then there's also a short prayer that is different. There's one for Sunday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're to, to say those. Having um, the intention, having as their intention the principal aims of the association, for, so for the effectiveness of the priests and for the protection, protection of the members. The members are to make frequent use of the sacramentals known to ward off and to drive out the demonic. Um, the three things mentioned by the church are the scapular, the immaculate, or the miraculous, miraculous medal, and the St. Benedict medal. Uh, members are to strive to keep the words of St. Paul in their hearts, that since we fight against principalities and powers, a, i.e. the demonic, they're to strive for meekness and humility in relationship to their neighbor, never striking out in anger or vindication, but seeking to root out any demonic influence according to their state in life. I feel like that's Father Ripperger, mm-hmm. according to your state in life. That's like a Father Ripperger classic line. Ism. Like, it's a Father Ripperger ism. Just put that at the end of what you say, according Acor- to your, according like, to your oh, yes, state in life. You should achieve holiness according to your state in life. Right. You just, you know, it just like is a nice way to put a bow on it. Um, this means that the use of the association prayers or any prayers to drive at the demonic will always be subordinate to authentic Catholic principle and always be done with devotion and faith. Everything about this is like, Okay, we're not. None, none of this should contradict the Catholic faith, right? Which it doesn't. Uh, members must strive to increase their devotion to Our Lady under the title of Virgo Potens. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Virgin Most Powerful. Um, each member must strive to increase his devotion to his guardian angel. That's what I like. I like that. I like great, that one too. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when it is financially possible, each member of the Auxilium Christianorum is to keep a statue of Our Lady and Saint Michael in his home before which votive candle is to be burned. So on our altar, we have... Um, Your home altar. On our home altar, yes, we have the 
St. Michael. And it's also, you should try to find uh, the statue of Our Lady Virgo Potens, Our Lady Most Powerful, or um, something of the world. It's the same, it's the same image, uh, Protector of the World. I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but there's two titles for the same Im- image, as I recall. Protect, protector of Christians. That's what it is, because it's from... Yes, that's what it is. Okay. And then the members of the association should be aware that none of these requirements bind under the pain of sin. So if you stop doing it, it's not like... Right. It's voluntary association, voluntary deassociation. Right. Disassociation. Disassociation, yeah. Words are hard. Words are... And, and hard and tricky. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway... So what when you first started... So you have to do litany. You have to do some litanies. But what was what was the thing that stuck out to you when you started praying this? Okay, let's just say briefly, though, what they are. So there's a uh, every morning, you start off with, Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. There's a morning offering. You say the prayer to St. Michael, guardian angel, our Father, Hail Mary, glory be. Then you say uh, the litany of the most precious blood. Um, and then you follow that up with uh, a, a very beautiful prayer about just offering up the, the, the sacrifice of Christ, um, for yourself that day. Um, and then you say whatever the prayer is for that day. So let me, I'm just going to read the Monday prayer. Okay. Um, so if it were Monday, I would say, In thy name, Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that thou cover us, our families, and all of our possessions with thy love and thy most precious blood, and surround us with thy heavenly angels, saints, and the mantle of our blessed mother. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Wednesday, there's a binding prayer that you say, and, um, the prayers are different if you're a priest than if you're a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, because for instance, uh, we, we've already, it says for the lady, it would say, we ask that we ask thee to bind by thy precious blood, all of the attributes, aspects, and characteristics, interactions, and communications of the deceitful, deceitful games that the evil one plays. If you're a priest, it would say, I bind by thy precious blood. Mm. So we're not asking that God binds because the priest has authority to actually do the binding. Right. Because Jesus, you know, in the Bible, what you bind right. stuff. Um, John 20, 23. Yeah. Um, Friday, every Friday, you say the litany of humility. That's a tough one to pray. So tough. It's a tough one to pray. There, I, I've been praying it for a long time and still when I pray it, you I'll kinda, say things It's like, like, I'm not sure I really want that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I say it, you know, and yes. Yeah, anyway. And then you have a concluding prayer Yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. So, again, it's not like it's... And it's be- short. The, con- the concluding prayer is short with a, with a, quick, with a quick litany of, um, you know, you ask the Sacred Heart of Jesus, pray for us. Mary, help of Christians, pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful, St. Joseph, St. Michael, all you holy angels, pray for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... One of the things that I, I think stuck out for me is the litany of the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, you know, the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. You know, we go to the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass every Sunday. Sometimes, though, you know, in da- daily Mass, if you go to the daily Mass, but sometimes I just kind of, I don't pray that uh, a lot of times the, the, the blood of Christ you know, pour over me for my sanctification and, you know, to deliver me from all the, you know, I don't know. I don't know why I don't. Um, I think that, that Protestants do a much better job at that in prayer than we do mm-hmm. as, yeah. or at least as I do as a Catholic. But 
the litany of it uh, of the blood of Christ is just so beautiful and powerful. Um, and it has so, such a redemptive qualities and sound. Like just praying it, you just know that it's it's just so powerful and sanctifying. Yeah. Um, There's also an indulgence, an indulgence attached to praying the litany of the most precious blood. I don't remember if it's plenary or partial, but there is an indulgence attached to it. So doing this every day. Mm-hmm. There's also an indulgence for the Our Father and the Hail Mary. So, I mean, you're there's an opportunity to get a lot of extra graces every day by praying this. But I think it's just, it's, it's just so beautiful to... Again, we, we talk a lot of times, Dave, about you know making sure we have a regiment prayer. And litanies sometimes for me are just like... I know this sounds bad, but it's just like, this this saint, pray for us. This saint, pray for us. This saint, pray for us. And mm-hmm. it's like, if I get into that routine, I just I don't even think about that saint asking really to pray. It, it just yeah. gets monotonous for me. The litany of the most precious blood is a little different because it's, you know, this aspect of Christ. Right. Save us. This aspect of it, Christ. It, it save us. It helps me meditate. Now, I'll tell you, it still gets monotonous after you do it. For I mean, like, well, for I'll, me, what, I have it memorized now, and so I say it very often without thinking about it, you know, I'll get to the end and realize, oh, I didn't even really think about that. Like a lot of prayers I say, quite honestly. Right. It's not my intention to ever pray that way, but it just happens. Mm-hmm. Like the rosary. I'll I'll go through it. I'll go through an, an entire decade and have no that. idea. You know, it's like, oh, uh, I'm at the end. Okay, that was fast, you know? Yeah. I didn't think about Jesus finding Jesus in the temple one time. Right, yeah. Or I didn't even consider him being scourged for my sins, yeah. you know, but... Yeah, so uh, I think I, I think I do think it's beautiful though. I, I would when just, do you pray I, it? When do you pray it? Uh, well, you pray some in the morning. There's morning prayers, daily prayers, and evening prayers. So the the daily prayers I still say in the morning. Okay. So there's the morning offering, and then I'll say the prayers to be said each day, which you could say at any time. But I'm already praying, so I go ahead and say them in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then my wife and I say the prayers in the evening. And if she's awake. I get up real early. Um, usually she's not awake when I'm praying in the morning, but um, if she is, then she'll pray them with me, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, And there, there's an nice. app for it now. They have an app. I they haven't know this. Yeah, so you can, you can download an app, and it, it walks you through each day, so it makes it super easy. It's like It looked real nice. It, yeah, it's very nice. So, I mean, if you want to do it where you don't have to print off the PDF, there's pre- PDF auxiliarium christianorum.org. Mm-hmm. You can find the PDF, but you can find the app very easy to do. And Father Ripperger, I've heard him say this, many, many, many times that he has seen it happen over and over and over again where men who started praying the Auxilium Christianorum went through a huge growth in their spiritual life. Um, Which doesn't mean it's always easy. And doesn't mean that it's going to happen because you can't make it happen. God is the one, you know, it's not like you can work harder and grow in your spiritual life. You need to learn to submit more and God will will lead you in his timing. But Um, very often he wants us to submit, and this is a good way to to do that. Right, and and, and really the moral of the story is, is as dads and fathers, we need to make sure that we're praying for our families and asking for protection. This is one way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very important that we make sure that we have a regimented prayer life. This is a little bit of a structure for us to do that. We've been Check thinking. it out, auxiliumchristianorum.com. We'll, we'll link it on our show notes. Been smoking a little, or smoke, the smoke and see. Opening whiskey, cufflinks as the man gear. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus.